You're listening to Elk Point Baptist Church. Subscribe to our podcast to hear every sermon and like us on Facebook by searching Elk Point Baptist Church, located in Elk Point, South Dakota. So if you would turn with me to Ephesians chapter number 6. There's three things that we're going to be looking at while you guys are turning there. Um, Is what do we wrestle with? And then once we look at that, we're going to figure out who has power over those things. And then how do we tap into that power? So in Ephesians 6, verse 12, it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Let's pray. Lord, I just thank you so much for... Um, giving me this message and bringing everyone here today that you brought. Lord, you've been working on my heart a lot this week, and um, I just pray, Lord, that you open up the hearts of everybody here, and um, you just speak through me, Lord, and you convey this message and help me to get out the way and um, really just really hit home with the power of this, this, um, these passages that we're going to be going over, and I just pray that you help me to really grab a hold of it, and I hope, I pray that you help everybody here to do the same, and Lord, I just thank you for um, giving me these words that you, you helped me to write, and um, I just, I, I can't wait to see what you're going to do tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, the first thing we're going to do is look at what we wrestle with. So, obviously, um, you, we wrestle with things all the time in, in, in our daily lives, and most of the time, it's just the things that we see and the things that we feel. Because in, the, in this verse, it said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but so often that's what we feel like it is. Mm-hmm. But he says, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. We all have sins in our life that we wrestle with. In Galatians five nineteen through 21, it says, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, which are all sexual acts, lasciviousness, also sexual, but way more perverse, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, which is being controversial, emulations, which is a striving to to be equal or do more than others to obtain carnal favors, wrath, strive, and it just goes on and on and on with things that we all can connect with somehow and things that we're dealing with. But these are not being fought in the flesh, but in the spirit. And we need to realize that we fight with principalities, demonic forces, and powers. Our battle is spiritual, not physical. And it's so easy to get caught up in the belief that our fight is with the flesh. And we believe so often that we have power over that, those things in the flesh on our own. And I am so glad that it's not in our own power that we get through these trials. Amen. But it's, it's through the spirit that dwells within us. Amen. So let's look at... Who has the power over these things? If you would turn to Ephesians, uh, we're going to actually go a little bit back. So we're in chapter 6 right now. We'll go back to chapter 1, verse 19. It says, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far 
above all principalities. Yes, See, here we go again. Principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. God's greatest power is demonstrated in the resurrection and glorification of Christ. Yes. It's not something that we need to take lightly. And the whole Bible points to that one moment and the power in it. This event is eternally and cosmically significant. It demonstrates both Christ's victory over death and his ongoing authority over all things. Yes, Christ's position at God's right hand is one of favor, honor, and power. And his position there determines the believer's present and future hope. His position of authority is described in four ways. One, he's far above all principality, all the spiritual powers, and over every other name. That's number two. Philippians 2.9 says, Wherefore God hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name. Yes, sir. Number three, all things are under his feet. There's not one thing that stands above him. And number four, he is the head. He's the ruling authority, the king over all things. Amen. Now, in Colossians 1 and 2, where we're at right now, this section shows us how Jesus has all power as creator. Colossians 1.16 says, For by him were all things created, that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether there be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. I don't know if you notice this, but there's a pattern in the Bible. This comes up six different times. He's talking about the same things that we're fighting against and how Christ has power over those Amen. things. The words, for by him were all things created, identify Christ as creator. Amen. So he was, yes, he was born, but he was before those things. He created those things. The words that are in heaven and that are in earth make him the origin of all things. Christ is the uncreated creator. Yes, sir. And there is nothing that is in heaven or earth that he did not create. So we need to trust in the fact that he has power over those things. We, see, we seem to think in our heads that these things are just, it's not worth praying about maybe, or, or it's just trivial, but he has power over those things, and we need to yeah. give those small things to him. Amen. He goes on to say visible and invisible. These terms refer to earthly creatures and spiritual beings. The spiritual beings are further described as thrones, dominions, principalities, which is demonic creatures and powers the authorities in the heavens all things were created by him and there's nothing outside the scope of Christ's sovereignty since all things natural and supernatural were created through him they are subject to his authority That's right. which brings us to the next point how do we tap into that power that God has given to Christ over these things personal victory over these things depends on God's power in our own lives and our will to resist the devil so how do we resist the devil? Ephesians 4.26 says, Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. So it's not a bad thing to get angry, and it's not a sin. And I, Pastor Jesse's pe preached on this many times, but there's good anger and there's righteous anger, and then, the, and then there's sinful anger, and we need to not go, we need to let not the sun go down upon our, our anger and our wrath. Festering or uncontrolled anger gives Satan an opportunity to work in us. And we, don't need, we need to make sure that we don't give that to him. Yes. James 4, 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amen. That right there has been my struggle all week. He's been pushing me 
away from coming up here today and preaching and, and, and as I've been preparing for Saturday, like it's just been this constant battle and I've just like, Lord, you have power and I say, Satan, get away from me because you don't have power over God and God's in me. So, you know, get away and then instantly I feel a lot better about it and, and we need to just continue to resist the devil because he will flee from us. Yes. Be faithful and obedient to only God, nothing else. Not our job, not money, not friends, not social media, but God. We need, to, we need to listen to what he says and be obedient and submissive to him. Then we can resist the devil and he will flee from us. First Peter 5, 8 says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. So we must remain sober. An adversary, the devil, who seeks to slander and accuse us, prowls like a roaring lion seeking us to devour he wants to ruin us his main purpose is to ruin our lives and to keep us from jesus he can he can be resisted by us being firm in our faith which obviously if we're not in the word we're not going to know what the truths are and we're not we're not going to be faithful to what we're reading if we're not there so we need to be in the word constantly jesus resisted the devil using scripture that's right so if we don't know scripture, we're not going to be able to resist him with the truth because the Satan is going to bring things into our lives Amen. that we right. think, we think sounds right. Yep. But if we, don't, if we don't go to the word of God and Amen. prove it for ourselves, Amen. we're not going to have faith in it. Amen. So we need to be in the scripture so that way we could do the same as Jesus. Along with resisting the devil, God has provided the power of Christ's blood to help those who are born again. Amen. Revelation 12, 11 says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Amen. Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. John heard in his vision testimony that believers in the tribulation had overcome the accuser, had overcome Satan, and their certainty in Satan's death and defeat. Another way that we have power is Jesus, who continually prays for us in heaven. Hebrews 7.25 says, Wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Christ's priesthood is without a successor. Nobody is going to ever replace him as the one that goes to God for us. He holds his priesthood permanently because he ever liveth. And he goes to God on our behalf. Grab hold of that and know that as we fight our spiritual battles, Jesus is in heaven interceding and praying for us at the throne of God. Yes, sir. Just let that sink in a little bit. Like he is in heaven going to God about our issues. How amazing is that? Like Satan wants us to believe that that's not a thing, but he is there doing that for us constantly. Amen. And that, that's power. Galatians 5.16 says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. We have the Holy Spirit leading us. Amen. God's Spirit and the sinful nature, flesh, are opposed. They're at opposition with each other. Romans 7, 14 through 20 explains, and I'm not going to go to that passage, but it says, this, this section is a great example of that because Paul describes his flesh being at war with the Spirit. He says, I do the very things I don't want to do, and the things I want to do, I, I don't do. I, I suggest you go there sometime because there's so much power in, in Romans chapter 7 and 8 because he explains how you overcome that battle with your flesh. Following the Spirit will ensure that we can avoid sinful desire. If we are saved, we have the Holy Spirit living inside us. 
And that's not something to take lightly. He's there with us, Amen. striving with us and fighting with us. Yes. Not fighting necessarily for us because, yes, he's doing that. But he's fighting with us. He's yeah. feeling the same things we're feeling. And he's been there. He has, he has been there, which means he, and he, not only that, but he overcame it on the cross. Yeah. Which means that we are going to be able to do the same thing because he is, he's bringing us along the same path that he's already been down. Yes. So he's in us, and that is the same power that casts out demons and raise people from the dead. Right. It's an amazing power that, yeah. that he, he has, and he's in us, giving us that power, and he lives inside us. Yes, sir. And God has given us a full set of armor to protect us from Satan. Amen. Ephesians six ten through 18 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of God, that ye may, be, ye, may be, <laughs> ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Amen. For we wrestle not, here we go again, we wrestle not against the flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, and then in verse 16, it says, above all, so most importantly, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And that, that one right there just spoke to me so much this week because he's just been throwing darts at me left and right and trying to pull me apart and, and pull me away from preaching this today and bringing and, and glorifying God in any way this week and, and Right away, you just have to stop and you have to pray and just thank God for, for what he's doing and, and just thank him for the power that he gives you. And then Satan flees from you. So don't forget that because those fiery darts, they can be harsh and they can be painful. And, and I'm just speaking from experience this week. It's, been a, it's been a hard week, but a good week at the same time yeah. because we are conquerors through Christ. Amen. Romans 8, 37 through 39 says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Amen. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Because he is the creator of all things, above all things, and dwells in us. We have his power to overcome the spiritual battles we wrestle with. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. There is nothing, nothing that can tear us away from God's love and power. And we need to hold on to that. That is how we overcome those things that we wrestle with. And that's all I have. Amen.